Welcome to an all new episode of Get Lit with Leanna, the podcast. Join me as I sit down with a new guest author in each episode to discuss their books, careers, and everything in between. Today, I'm sitting down with romance author Tamara Lush to talk about her new book, Crash. This is the second book in the Pretender Story World, which you may have read on Wattpad because almost the entire series is available to read right now online. I had the best time chatting with Tamara about the pros of working with Wattpad, what it's like to publish stories online, and then of course have them traditionally published, what she's currently working on, and of course my favorite moments from this book. It is so steamy and delicious. You will love it. So without further ado, my conversation with author Tamara Lush starts right now. Welcome Tamara to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I just finished reading Crash and I was posting about it on my stories last night, freaking out because I'm just like a suck for a steamy romance. And like this book, it's just scratch that has been so itchy for the longest time. And I just like needed something exactly like this. And it obviously found me at the perfect time. So I'm so happy to have you here and that we can talk about this book. Welcome. How are you? How's everything? Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Everything is great. I'm so glad you liked the book. Yeah, I really, really loved it. So before we start talking about Crash specifically, I would love to know more about like your history as a writer, kind of how this all came to be. Yeah, thanks. Um, Actually, I started writing as a journalist. I was a longtime journalist. I spent many, many, many years as a reporter. Wow. Um, until recently, the Associated Press. Uh, I left the Associated Press to be a full-time writer in 2021. And um, about seven or eight years ago, I was covering all these like terrible things. I mean, like terrible, like every terrible thing you could think of in the state of Florida, I covered it. I just think of whatever in Florida that I had a hand in it. And I was just like, I love romance. And I'd always loved romance since I was in high school. And I'd always wanted to write a book. And then I was like, you know, I could just try it. I could self-publish, mm-hmm. maybe I'll traditionally publish. I'm not sure. And so I wrote a book and I got an agent pretty quickly and, and sold a book to a small publisher and then sold another one. And then I went indie. Um, and then I kind of found serial fiction, which um, actually is kind of really what I do is write these long sort of epic stories about Mm -hmm. stuff um love stories romance Mm -hmm. and I started publishing on Radish and Wattpad and then Wattpad asked me to be part of their paid program and it's kind of snowballed since there to a three book deal and a movie option and all sorts of stuff so Wattpad's been this kind of amazing um platform for me um when I know most people use it or read it for free I have a lot of paid stories there and it's actually you know um where I make most of my income um I'm also a cozy mystery author traditionally I publish with Crooked Lane Books and I'm working on a fourth cozy mystery so I do the very steamy and the kind of steamy and the not steamy at all so (laughs) sort of a range of things that I write I love that you have your hand in like so many pots, but I would love to talk more about you being a Wattpad author because I've loved Wattpad books for so, so long, like all the stories. And I've started also like many people before there was even a book actual imprint, like just reading stories online for free. And it to me has just become such a phenomenon, which is amazing being somebody that has been reading these stories for so long. What was it like 
were you, I guess, kind of making that transition, like maybe firstly deciding to post for free on Wattpad and then kind of riding that wave of like getting an actual book deal and then the movie deal, like all of that, the trajectory. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually started to post my second ever book on Wattpad in 2014. And then I got uh, a request for it during a Harlequin contest. So I pulled it down. And, and looking back, I think I should have just kept, stayed with Wattpad because Wattpad <laughs> is more forward thinking than most publishers. Um, and the readers, there's something about sort of serial fiction and Wattpad, especially where you can release chapters of a book and get immediate feedback. Yeah. And it's like this instant connection with readers. It's like, if you're reading a book and the author is releasing chapters as they go or once a week, it's like you have this sort of interesting and very visceral connection with the writer and and as the reader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think personally, this is my own unscientific opinion. I think when you're reading serial fiction as it's being written and updated, I think you remember it more than when you just binge a book. Because if you don't have anything else to read and you really want that next chapter, you're more likely to kind of retain. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, I found that I find that with me when I'm reading serial fiction. So, um, yeah, Wattpad just opened up a lot of possibilities and a lot of things. And, and they're doing a lot of really innovative things with subscriptions and story rooms and mm-hmm. uh, story branches, like taking your story off into another direction. Mm-hmm. Um, another character or maybe with some deleted scenes I think it's just kind of this I think personally it's the future of fiction and I think that the next great American novel will be written on a serial fiction site I love that I Um, love that yeah I think that it's kind of the future of publishing Um, as much as I love my trad publisher cozy mystery that's a whole other demographic yeah those are readers that's a different thing but for younger readers who you know, are reading Wattpad first. And I have a lot of younger readers. Um, not sure how I feel about that, considering some of the content <laughs> that I'm not going to make a point of it because I read lots of inappropriate things. When I'm I sure was- we all did. We all yeah. did. Yeah. Like flowers in the attic. And of um, course, a classic. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I think that people, as they grow up, they're going to think of fiction in a whole other way mm-hmm. as opposed to just printed books. Yeah. I also just got so excited when your publisher, when Wattpad reached out to me to ask if I would want to chat with you because like, I love Wattpad titles. Like anything that comes from a Wattpad brand, I'm like, I know I'm going to love it. Oh, when I read the synopsis of this book, I was like, sign me up. Like it just sounded so like, honestly, like delicious. Like I don't even know another <laughs> word to explain it. So for those who have not read the book yet, can you provide a little synopsis as to what Crash is about? Crash is about a, a, a younger, I mean, younger in her early 20s intern who's just finishing up her internship. And she ends up being mistaken for the CEO or, you know, a management, a, a top manager, owner of the company, his assistant. And so she kind of steps in and he gets this idea because he was watching a late night movie, Hallmark movie, um, <laughs> that he should have a fake relationship so his grandmother will trust him more and give him more control of the company and he has this kind of this rival going with his snarky nasty cousin and there's a lot of family dynamics and what I tried to do with this book is I tried to make it pretty sweet and like a little bit spicy like 
I also write really spicy, dark romance on Wattpad, uh, like mm-hmm. mafia romance. And mm-hmm. so that's one thing. And then I also write really sweet, cozy mystery, which doesn't have any swear words or sex or anything like that. And right. that's another thing. But Crash is kind of this middle ground. I wanted the story and I wanted the story to be pretty sweet. Like, I think that there's this spot in romance that's kind of... Um, underappreciated that's sweet and spicy because you can you can be spicy um but not be harsh and not be overly you know the hero be overly dominant and alpha Mm -hmm. because the hero crash is really like a human golden retriever right yeah he's kind of cinnamon roll yeah Um, and you think he's going to be kind of this alpha hole but you think that at the beginning like when I first started the book I was like, oh, yes, this is what it's going to be. And then it ends up like not being that like, but that's like the part that I loved. It's kind of like you there's layers to him. Yeah, I, that's what I wanted. I try to write men who aren't all, you know, super dominating, but there's something about them that is a little extra that you love. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I love to do. So, yeah, so it's really an office romance, kind of a CEO intern book, which there is an age gap. I will fully admit that there's an age gap, but the, you know, the heroine is fully, cons- it's fully consensual and yeah. the heroine is, um, she's just her own spirited person trying to make her way in a difficult world and yeah. make some difficult choices and she does it and she kind of holds her head high with dignity. I love it. So obviously this is the second book in a story world. And I know you mentioned this is a three book deal. So can you talk to me a bit about like how the concept of the story world came to you? Obviously feel free to mention drive and maybe the next book. Like how did this whole idea come to you? Yeah, actually the first book in the series called drive, which came out in in January, um, that actually that concept came to me first because I was in Montreal one summer with my husband. That's where I'm from. Oh, okay. I love Montreal. It's one of, it's yeah. one of my favorite places. <laughs> um, we were at the Formula One race, um, mm-hmm. watching the F1 race. And my husband is from Italy and he's super into cars okay. and Ferrari. And I was, you know, a little bored because there's, you know, it's just like cars going around, yeah. but it's cool. Yeah. It's kind of glamorous. And, you know, I was there like drinking some wine and kicking <laughs> back and watching the race. And I was like, what if there was a really like what if I wrote a romance that had to do with like a sexy Italian Formula One driver um and so it kind of spun out in my mind from there and I was really thinking along along the lines of like Harlequin Presents you know Mm. like that sort of traditional sort of very rich guy very arrogant and that's what Drive was Drive is very different in some ways Uh, but there's still a sweetness to it Um, And Harlequin came very close to buying it, as did another publisher, but they didn't. And then I put it up on Wattpad and people really liked it. And then uh, that was the first book that Wattpad was interested in. And then later on, I decided to write about the heroine in Drive. Her brother is Alex in Crash. (laughs) So that's kind of a natural... Crash has a little bit to do with motorsports. There's motorsports mentioned, but it's not as much motorsports as Drive. Right. And I'm also writing, I actually finished Burn, the third book, and it's being serialized now on Wattpad, and I'm in edits for it, and that will come out in 2024, and that's about another Formula One driver in that world. Got it. So this new book, this third book, is it available to read on Wattpad right now, or it's only going to be available in form of like a book? 
print form? Um, it is. I am serializing it. It's available to read now. I think I'm up to chapter nine. So I, I release it once a week. And so we're releasing the first version on Wattpad and then I'm editing it and it will probably be a little longer and edited and tweaked and um, have all the magic that my wonderful editor, Deanna McFadden does. Um, and so then it will be released in ebook and paperback, and then the final version will be in paid stories. But for now, readers can see the early version for free. So such an amazing concept. Wattpad is so innovative, and it's amazing for somebody that's like, I mean, I'm not to my own horn, but it's amazing for somebody like me that just like can't get enough of these books and these story worlds, and like knowing that you could just get a bit of it every single week. It's such an amazing idea. Totally, totally, it's a wonderful idea. And now they're doing Yonder, which is even more fun. I'm doing a serial. I'm doing a long serial on that, like a long mafia serial. Wow. Um, and I'm up to chapter 55. <laughs> and it's, it's so just crazy. going on. But I, for all of my books, even the cozies and even the really dark romance, like that has this element of like humor and sweetness. Like that's kind of what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, I set out to write this sort of, you know, real badass mafia guy and then, you know, by chapter 10, he has a dog named Reese's McPupka, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like it just happens. So. That's amazing. That's so <laughs> funny. But what I really loved about Crash is that you play with so many different romance tropes and like they're all equally freaking amazing. But obviously, like the big one is the fake dating. Obviously, there's a workplace romance. You mentioned there's an age gap. Which tropes are your favorite to write? And like when you're writing a book, how do you decide which ones you're going to incorporate into which story? Like, is there any method to the madness? Um, I really like fake dating. So the entire like print trilogy of Drive, Crash, and Burn, it's the series title is called The Pretenders because everybody's kind of pretending. Love that. Um, In the book two, in book three, there's a second chance romance, but they have to pretend that they're not dating because everybody thinks they are because they used to date. So um, I love second chance romance. Love, love, love. Um, I love fake dating. I love forced proximity. Like all of those you know, being forced to be with somebody like it's just it's kind of they're delicious tropes. Yeah, um, they really are. So I, I kind of gravitate toward those. If left to my own devices, I probably just write like second chance all the time. But <laughs> I kind of mix it up. I love that. And then obviously in this book, ha- this book has a ton of steam. I mean, it's not like it's every single page, but there's it's quality and it's in the perfect spots. What is that like to write Steam online and then maybe editing it for print? Like how much of it really changes? I would love to know about that process. Um, I would say that it got a little less steamy in the editing process. Both dry really? and got like a tiny bit less steamy in part because I'm, I'm gravitating toward less steam. Well, I say that and then I write a mafia romance, but I... <laughs> I feel like for my contemporary romance that's not dark romance, I feel like that I'm kind of gravitating to the lesser steam. Um, I'd rather have fewer sex scenes and have them be quality than just like cram more sex in. Right, right. Um, And I think like when you first start writing romance, it's like, oh, I can do all this. And then you do it. And then it's like, how many more sex scenes? Like sex scenes are hard to write for one thing. And if you write too many of them, it's like it gets a little repetitive. Mm. So you kind of have to mix it up. Like I'm not saying I will never write Steam. I actually have a story in Best Women's Erotica, um, one of the Best Women's Erotica volumes. I love Steamy romance, but like the longer I write, the more it has to be justified. Right. Um, 
Because you've written so much of it, though, do you find that it's just now like a mundane thing to write? Like has like the taboo-ness of it or like the the awkwardness of writing sex scenes, has that like kind of worn off now because you're just so used to it? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And especially now that I'm a full-time writer and I write from home and I'm not like, Mm. you know, kind of just writing on a Saturday in a coffee shop. It's sort of like, okay, it's, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and I've got to go write a sex scene. And then my husband like scratches his butt and farts, you know, and it's like kind of this natural thing, which is kind of hilarious. I get a little, I get a big kick out of it. And I do love writing sex scenes. It's not that I don't. I do. Um, when I don't want to write them, I turn to my cozy mysteries where I don't write any. It's so good to have the variety. Yeah. yeah, it is fun. So in this book in particular, when you're reflecting back on the writing process, and I'm sure it was quite a while ago, but were there a spe- like, was there a specific scene that stuck out to you that you were like, oh, this is a good one. Like this is, this is the one that I'm going to remember when I reflect back on that, like this book. Oh, definitely. Um, the proposal scene in the aquarium would be beyond like that that I just, I every time I read it I still just cackle like I yeah. just it just makes me laugh like the idea that she loved beluga whales like I, yeah. I don't know I don't even know where I got that I've never been to the Atlanta aquarium I don't yeah. know <laughs> I just I love this idea I you know that is something that I, I try to make things kind of quirky and it works kind of in some ways much better in cozy mystery where everybody can be quirky mm-hmm. but in some of my romances things get kind of quirky and I'm not I'm still trying to find my readers who adore that. I love it. I mean, it's exactly what you had said earlier. It's like the perfect blend of like sweet and funny and steamy. And it's just such a quick read. Like it was not, it was so terrible. Like I could not put it down last night, basically. And I woke up this morning and I was like, I was like still thinking about it. You know, it's just one of those, like I was texting my friend even because I knew that she would love it. And I was like, I don't know how else to explain this to you other than it's just like, like eating like a snack, like it's just like satisfying, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it was yeah. it's just so fun and so good. And now that there's a third book and then movies on the way, do you have any like hand in any of the movie adaptation-ness no, of it? It's just been, a, the drive has just been optioned. Okay. So it's nowhere near that point yet. Got it's it. just been optioned and I've been paid for the option. So that's really nice. Right. That's and, um, so exciting. I, you know, like, I don't know what will happen. Like anything is possible. So yeah. Um, fun so if you had if you if you were able to like dream cast do you ever do that do you ever think of who like Alex and Evie would be because I had people in my head from the beginning I I don't strangely I do I mean unless okay I say that but like unless for most of my heroes heroes for most of the male characters in my books I would say that there are two actors who I love and I envision in my mind for almost every book I write um and one is um you want to hear this, right? Yes, of course I do. Um, one is Michele Moroni from 365 Days. Okay, because um, uh, for those watching the video, you need to read my notes. Yes, see, look at that. Oh my God, that's crazy. That is who <laughs> I freaking casted. Tag him in this. Um, we are on the same wavelength. I think that's here. just a credit to your writing because you okay. wrote him like that. Good, good, good. That's and the other, good. so that he, he is in my mind a lot. Um, the other one that I love, and I don't know if you've seen the show, he's been in a bunch of things, but his name is Miguel Angel Silvestre. And he was in, he was in Sensate. I don't know if you saw Sensate. Okay. I don't think I ever watched the whole thing, but I think I started it. 
Okay. He was also in um, a show that I highly recommend if you love romance. Yes. It's called Velvet. It's on Netflix. And it's actually like a period piece from the 1950s. There's subtitles. It's out of Mm -hmm. Spain. Mm -hmm. And it's like a perfect romance. It's like a perfect second chance, forced proximity. It's about a department store owner and he inherits the department store. And in the 50s in Madrid, the seamstresses would live and work in the basement. And so the department store's clothing, like they would have their own fashion line. Okay. So it's set up this fashion world of Madrid in the 1950s. So it's beautiful. Wow. and he's gorgeous, and um, he's Spanish, and so I think of him and Miguel Angel. Dying. Michele Maroney. So, That's yeah. amazing. And then who did you have in your head for Evie, or you didn't really have anyone? I, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Probably like most romance readers, I sort of either think, you know, of myself when I read romance, and when I write, I want the reader to think of themselves. I mean, not that I don't have physical cues yeah yeah I do want the reader to think of themselves because especially when it's in first person you get in their head and Mm -hmm. it becomes really personal 100 percent. oh I love that and I love that we're on the same wavelength um aside from this series obviously what you're working on and your mystery stuff are there any other romance stories coming down the pipeline or this is kind of all consuming for right now um this well Burn, the third book, I'm in mm-hmm. the process of editing. And so Drive and Crash actually were both um, in their original format on Wattpad were about 50,000 words. So they were they were shorter. They were like category length, like Harlequin presents category length. And so when I edited them, I actually edited and added 30,000 words to both of those. Wow. Um, the editing process was super intense and I learned a lot. And the editor at Wattpad is wonderful. Um, and she really took the book to like more layers, took both books to a different level because mm-hmm. of the layers we added in. Um, Burn is a little different. I wrote it this past year. Right. So my writing skills have improved, I hope. Um, so I don't think I'll have to add as much, but I'm definitely, ed- it's an editing process now. Right. Um, and then the serial that I'm working on, like I said, I'm on chapter 50, 55, and uh it's going to be about a hundred chapters. Wow. So, and one is up on yonder right now. And then we start again later this month. It comes out twice a week. Um, and it's kind of this, like, I like to think of my serial novels as, um, you know, in the seventies and eighties, like when you would read like Jackie Collins or I'm, a, I'm familiar. I never did, but I'm, I'm aware of what they were. Yeah. Like I would sort of read them as a teen, like Jackie Collins and Jacqueline Suzanne, like these sort of, they called them back in the day, bonk busters. Okay. Um, but they were sort of this, these tales about these young women getting into cautionary situations <laughs> You know, um, that's kind of what I think of my serials as. There's a head, there's romance. It's a romance, but it's like, it's more of like an epic story. And so, um, yeah, I they're kind of a whole other animal to write. So much fun. Well, you've got your hands full. I can't wait to read Burn. I, I probably now will have to go read it on Wattpad because I don't think I'll be able to wait a whole other, however long it will be until I get a physical print version in my hands. Right, right. But at least I have this and that's great to know. Yeah. And if you read Drive, yeah. the hero in Burn is Max Becker, the Formula One driver. Okay. So they're all, kind they're of all like, the same st- story world. Yeah. A lot of my stories. And so Evie in Crash, 
her cousins are people who live in my Paradise Beach world on Wattpad. Oh my god! Like, like if you read all of my books, like there's people mentioned throughout. Oh my god! They all they all live kind of in the same universe. That's amazing. I love that. That must be fun for you to write also because you can like keep tabs on everybody. Yeah, it's super. And sometimes I bring people back for like meetings or. It's That's fun. so fun. Like cameos. The readers on Wattpad love it. They, are, sure. they love those little Easter eggs. I'm sure. I'm sure. That's so fun. Okay. Well, thank you so, so, so much for your time. I hope thank everybody you. loves Crash and reads it and enjoys and goes and follows you on Wattpad and dives deep into all of your other books because I've got my work cut out for me now too. Thank you. Well, please let thank me know you. if you need anything else. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Thank you. So much fun. 